What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked, episode 408 for August 27th, 2019. I've got my Gamescom crew back from Germany. We'll talk about the big show that was uh, the E3 of Europe, basically. So there's a lot to talk about. We'll get to that and more coming up right here on Unlocked. Podcast Unlocked. All right, I think I hit the right buttons this time. Ryan McCaffrey, Destin Legary, Brandon Tyrell. Now I can get rid of the lower thirds. There, there we go. go. I Bam! did it. It's all coming For together. the first time, I actually got the button sequence right. Never mind that this was the third take. Uh, anyway. Just <laughs> a little look behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, it's just keeping it, keeping it honest around here. That's, I'm, I'm an honesty is the best policy kind of guy, but uh, it is great to have you guys back. I feel like I haven't seen you either of you in a month. It's yeah, but it's feels, like half that feels like it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Um, so I mean, yeah, let's just get right back to it. Let's perk you guys up. I'm going to douse you both in, in coffee, latte, Adrenaline. Cold, yeah. cold brew. <laughs> yeah, whatever it yeah. takes. Um, but how was the show this year? Cause I know Destin, you've been before Brandon. Had you been before several times, several times, so a couple of veterans here of gamescom. Uh, I, so here's, here's what gamescom is for me as, yeah. uh, as, my role is sort of weird. I basically sit in a booth for about 12 hours or more every day from eight until yeah, eight or nine, Yeah, you know, and I'm doing uh, gameplay clips or helping with pub info. Sometimes I'll go out to a particular booth and shoot a conversation in front of it with uh, the production crew or uh, uh, largely I was looking for editorial and video opportunities that could help us meet our show floor package goal. Yes. You know, while also facilitating uh, good conversations with the editorial team. So that is what Gamescom is like for me. Getting to like experience it, it's like uh, we have exhibitor badges, so we show up really early. And and like, yeah, I'm a producer, so I'm more in the production realm. Brandon, did you get to explore the floor very much? Right? Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Like I got there... Since I was editorial lead this year, I got there for a big team lead meeting on Monday mm-hmm. uh, and then spent a couple hours just sort of walking around. Uh, and it, <laughs> if you've been to E3, uh, you, you, you understand what a big trade show looks like. And Gamescom is about 6x six six, that, right? Six <laughs> times the size yeah. of that. Yeah, it's so, large. So uh, the South Hall and the West Hall at the LA Convention Center for E3 is where everything happens. At Gamescom, there are eight of those around. Wow. So you can really spend the majority of a day just sort of walking every every. Plus the business center. center, which is like sort of a... Well, yeah. So the business center are halls one through four. Okay. And then yeah. the show floor where like, you know, the big statues are and the booths are, that's uh, six, six through 10, I believe. Uh, and then booth five is the, uh, the or hall five is the merch. But yeah, it's a big show and it's a lot of walking and a lot of people. It's so many people. Destin, I know you do the annual yeah, picture. We've of, all seen the the zombie like uh, horde pictures and oh, videos. I did the I did the one on top of the staircase. Yeah, Where I don't do all, that every year. They all rush in. Yeah, somebody <laughs> does. One of us do yeah. every year. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that, it's it's a different person every year because that person dies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're consumed. <laughs> yeah, you've seen World War Z, right? The, the horde goes over, and then there's just a skeleton. It's like a cartoon. <laughs> like they go, a living person's there, and then the horde goes by, and it's just bones. They pick the bones clean. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my my role this year was to handle uh, just lead editorial. So basically I booked all the appointments we saw. I reached out to all of our publishing partners and everybody to find out what they were showing, what they were doing. And then we sort of assess 
uh, what our priorities are for the show, yeah. what could be cool, maybe what we can get an edge on. Uh, and then I sign it up and, and sort of divvy it out to the the team that we have there. So what were what were the highlights for you then? You know, you had the ten thousand foot view, but then you also got to go and be yeah. in the mix as well. Uh, my 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 show was mostly the ten thousand foot view. Yeah. So as as sort of the operator role uh, in editorial, I was just. Could you drop in Rainbow Six? Well, I, it's more of a Matrix <laughs> reference. Uh, uh, yeah, my my job was really to answer questions, put out fires, uh, reconnect people. If somebody missed an appointment for whatever reason, because they couldn't get through the horde, uh, you know, I'd reach out and, and sort of figure out a way that we can, we can set it back up. But, um, that, that was, that was the majority of my show. I yeah. did get to check out, I played Avengers, which was cool. I did too. Yes. Good. I, I was going to Perfect ask. segue. Yeah. yeah. Cause that was one of the big, the big games of the show in that, um, uh, it was finally publicly shown with mm-hmm. the, so, what what did you guys think of it? I think you both probably saw it at E3 as well, but you well, got to... I, I didn't. This did is my not? First, okay, my so first, first I, I saw the I saw the BCD at E3, yeah. hands off. Yeah. You know, they play for you on PlayStation 4, I believe. So I'm curious, Brandon, they had PC kiosks to play on and PS4. Which one did you do? We did the PS4. I did PC. Okay. So PC, they said, was running at 4K60, and it was smooth. There were no, yeah. hit, no hitches or anything. Uh, what was your experience like on PlayStation? It was a little jagged. Like, yeah. like, yeah, it, it had some issues on it, but again, it was pre-alpha, so... Oh, yeah, yeah this game's not out till May, I think it is. You got a long, mm. long road ahead of it. I mean, it plenty it, of time. It played fine. It, mm. it looked good. It didn't look great. There were there were some some strange outlines on some of the assets, but... Here was the weird thing for the Xbox, or the, the PlayStation, or... Oh, my God. The other one. <laughs> Jet lag. The PC. Nailed there it. we go. That, that we got to do. Woo! They had generic third-party controllers because they're partnered with Sony for this Marvel's Avengers thing. And uh, it looked like they took an Xbox controller and put it in this pile of garbage shell that just <laughs> just felt crappy wow. as you were playing. So so that sort of hampered my experience. Besides that, like the, the gameplay was all fine. Yeah. But I'm like, is this smooth or is this clunky is or is awkward? this controller yeah. just horribly awkward <laughs> making like har- hampering my experience? What an odd gameplay. choice. Yeah. Yeah. You might as like, well just why go- don't you just plug in a PS4 controller? Like most PCs support can, yeah, that now. Can so do like, that. If that was the consideration, it was so bizarre. <laughs> or an Strange. Xbox controller. Oh, my, yeah, just like, my, my iPhone, the, the, yeah. the logo. Well, that would have been ideal, <laughs> but I understand why they didn't the do marketing that because of the yeah. Sony marketing partnership. Um, I did play on a DualShock, and it was super smooth. Yeah. So I think it might have it might have just been that disconnect with the weird OEM yeah. or third party. The controller. weird controller was bad. <laughs> yeah. So like, Destin, yeah. is this is is Avengers going to be uh, your next? shared world shooter fix because it it seems like it is uh maybe doubling a little doubling down a little bit more on the single player campaign yeah. thing than than destiny or the division or or anthem have but it's also got the ongoing you know four player jump online with your friends ongoing content stuff. yeah so here's the thing that is going to get people a little bit more invested in this property and that is the later game stuff they actually showed that there are going to be story missions and co-op missions no you can't play with five captain americas you can play with you'll play with one of each of the different characters yeah <laughs> yeah what the, the the Spider-Man meme? We're, oh we're just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm huh? just wondering, like, what yeah. five Captain Americas? <laughs> Captain North America, Captain South America, Captain yeah. Central America. Uh, it, it was really really cool. So they have a system where you will have armor components that you can level up. There's a visual aesthetic, and those are all cosmetic. You can unlock those by paying for them. That's how they're monetizing post-release. But you can also unlock stuff right, earn them. exclusively by earning them. Yeah. 
Um, so I like that aspect of it. And it's, it definitely has this sort of destiny vibe. There's leaked footage out there. You can easily find it yeah, of, of some of the costumes. Somebody recorded the BCD who was not supposed to. And for some reason, it not that we're taken. condoning that. Well, okay. So like the Comic-Con panel leaked and mysteriously that didn't get pulled down because it was positive press. Right. You're saying Weak. it was an inside yeah. job. Yeah. yeah. Well, Which I'm, not, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they're like, Oh, but you're people, not saying it's pe- not that people like this stuff. Let's, be the, really slow about taking it down. The SDCC right. demo was that like, like hand, like shaky cam. Yeah, it was shaky okay. cell phone cam, and, and this they, was as it well. It was the whole thing, and this then PC this doing. same thing. And uh, they show it a lot of the customization <laughs> that I'm talking. Anyway, uh, there's like an overall map. You can pick the missions that you want to do. You can do core storyline stuff. You can do cooperative stuff. And uh, I'm re- they have uh, development trees for your character. So it's a fleshed out RPG system. Yeah. Like they, they actually have it pretty far along. And uh, that is super intriguing to me. And I could take up my crazy person notes that I took. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm intrigued. We've got a show to do. My yeah. ears are perked up for sure. Excellent. Uh, well, yeah. We, I mean, well, Avengers what, is... What, yeah. what about the gameplay though like what did you think about that okay the gameplay like it's the tutorial mission yeah. right and i'm kind of like it, it very much teaches you how to play each avenger yeah uh my favorite by far captain america oh i Egypt. was I was, I was thor yeah yeah see thor um i don't know he didn't feel smooth to me cap just felt great uh black widow also sort of eh. she was yeah she was fine yeah. it was very much just sort of a punch punch dodge yeah quick time event thing because mm-hmm. you play black widow during that demo uh in a fight a boss fight and it is really like he's pulls out his flaming sword and comes at you and you dodge and kick 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 until yeah. you see a quick time event so it was felt very bare bones mm-hmm. widow did um but i thought thor mixing up like his ability to throw the hammer you can throw the hammer call it back it hits people both ways you can throw it pin somebody against the wall and That's then, all I did the whole demo. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I actually died just to see what happened. Um, I was just stood there and let them kill me, and it just faded to black, and then you came back you, in you at a same back point. In. Like nothing. Yeah. Mr. Stark, I don't feel so yeah. good. <laughs> there was a there was a moment where I died with Widow as well, but it was like an on-rail section. Oh yeah. And like like every video game that's ever been made, the ledge is that you're supposed to jump from or like very discolored. <laughs> yeah. So I was uh, like a bridge broke and went like this, and she was sliding down it. And there was like a red section at the end that I wasn't looking at because I was watching the boss fly around in the air mm-hmm. and she fell down. I'm like, huh, I wonder how she's going to get out of the, oh, she's dead. <laughs> uh, so I died there and again, and yeah, you just came back. But I think each Avenger does play slightly differently. Mm-hmm. And there's not a whole lot of difference. I really like Cap. As far as like punching, there's light attacks, heavy attacks, uh, you know, Hulk can pick people up and throw them off the Golden Gate Bridge, which I thought was really fun to do. We've all wanted to do that in traffic. Yeah. Dude, if I play Thor, though, I am applying a different skin the second I unlock it. I do not like the default skin for yeah. Thor. I don't like the default one for Black Widow. Yeah. I feel like she just looks slightly off. And it's, it's well, just Well, pre-order crazy. now, and I'm sure well, some one, pre-order One of the skins skin they sold for Hulk was him in, like, the pinstripe suit, and it looks really dope. So... <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was really excited about that. And They've each the, got, like, a fun one you know? yeah and iron man has really cool looking ones too so that's why i was like okay like it's not gonna matter as soon as i unlock a, yeah. a cosmetic thing yeah. that i really like yeah I, I think the next the next time that uh crystal Dynamics shows mm-hmm. avengers is i think they have a really big opportunity to take people's hype level and just yeah. spike it. Yeah. Cause this tutorial section, I thought this coming out of E3, like I'm, I'm sure 
There was a good reason they showed it. It may have been the thing that was ready and also accomplished their goals of showcasing each character. But because it was a tutorial, you know, I, I want to see the the not necessarily the end game, but yeah. later game stuff where it's yeah. more like, what are you doing for 90% of this game versus the tutorial? So I, I think they leaked Avengers <laughs> <laughs> and you can see exactly that, right? Um, I may need to do that after yeah. the show, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm curious too. It did, the tutorial at least felt very much, and maybe this was by design, that you do a section with one and then you swap over to the yeah, other right. Avenger. So in that way, it keeps it a little fresh because I can imagine playing as Thor just fighting down the Golden Gate Bridge just mm-hmm. as Thor would probably get pretty old, mm-hmm. you know, at some point. But, you know, yeah. it did remind me of is the old X-Men games. <laughs> the beat-em-ups. The beat-em-ups, yeah, where, like, every every X-Men, they played pretty much the same, but they all had, like, their unique thing. Like, everybody yeah. can combo. You're talking about the legendary six-player double-screen yeah. arcade X- cabinet. Uh, yeah, I believe I am. But, but I can't remember which one it was because I've played so many of them. But there was one where, like, Magneto, for instance, when, if you jumped in the air and then hold the jump button, he would just levitate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, same thing here with, like, Iron Man had that ability. Whereas, like, with Thor, when you jump in the air and then you do heavy stuff, you can, like, slam your hammer on the ground yeah. and... So they all have the same functionality, but it does different, slightly different things. And all those abilities have skill trees, that, so you can stat into them. Like uh, Iron Man has, I think there's five different skill trees, and I have them written down in my notes, but I don't have them off. Crazy the person top notes. Of my, head. <laughs> my crazy person notes. Yes. Well, uh, Gears Five also had a big showing. We talked, we, we managed to talk about that last week since Microsoft showed showed uh, uh, you know the mode. inside Xbox stuff early on uh, in the Man, week what last an, week. I, what an inside Xbox episode that was too. <laughs> it was like. Was it 90 minutes or two it hours? Was it was a long one. Yeah. It was long. Um, I got to check out the Spartan and uh, Sarah Connor. Yes. Yeah, that's my uh, I watched play. Your, Sorry. I watched the video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did my best. Uh, it was on PC, so first time playing on PC, right? Everything, everything was like <laughs> statted way up, so I, I got the controls sort of comfortable. But largely, I haven't had too much hands-on time. And I, I had to ask the people next to me, hey, so uh, can I jump on your station? Because you have the Spartan unlocked, and I'm playing as like uh, one of the default characters, right. you know? So uh, That is what I love about Destin at a convention. He has just like no no bullshit. Hey, he's got to get the job. He's just done. like I got to be here. Like we were all waiting in line to get into the Microsoft showcase as soon as it opened, and he walked right up to the front and just started talking to the PR guy. And then went in. Well, you know we have appointments for these things. Sure, so yeah, it's, a, yeah. There, it's well, not. No, it's what was the, it was the press day. I know it was Blaine. I was like, yeah. hey, Blaine, how's it going? Yeah, no, but yeah. then you walked in, and me and Matt are standing there like. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll see you in there, buddy. I, he was getting me to get you guys in. Destin, yeah. big time yeah. Legary, but yeah. that's um, no, no, no. He, but I, I, I'm speaking yeah. more to your efficiency. You're, you're oh just, yeah, yeah. Got to get it done. The uh, the, it. the feedback uh, sort of outside of your your um, you know hurricane, the eye of the hurricane that, yeah. that is the the show itself is people really liked the 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 implementation of of Sarah Connor in there. Like a lot of people, She's were like good. oh could. Could this just be like? Could they just make a Terminator game? Because like, I guess it, it seems like it looks like it integrates. Like yeah. she looks and feels uh, within the universe. Like it, it just works really well. She was cool, and the Spartans were cool. Her ability is that she basically gets uh, superpowered guns, right? So she'll just mow through anything once she activates yeah. that ability. And the Spartan is obviously the bubble shield, which was I just implemented it once to see how it worked, and I could see how when you're playing with a group of friends and able to communicate. <laughs> How, how that is going to be clutch. Yes. Yeah, it's like a Titan dropping the bubble, right? Yeah, basically. So a reminder, Gears 5 uh, next week. 
next week. Oh, I, dang. I guess I don't even really? know. That's crazy. It's, yeah, well, for for the ultimate, for the, yeah, uh, yeah if, you've, if you've got the, I guess it's Game Pass or the ultimate mm-hmm. edition. So we probably I, won't be able to talk about it on next week's show. We haven't gotten it yet because um, I, I doubt the, the embargo. Won't. Yeah, because we record on Tuesdays. But um, yeah, that's right around the corner. But I who, did. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to ask you a question then I realized I shouldn't ask. On the <laughs> I was I wondering who was reviewing play, it, but we'll talk later. I did finally play uh, Gears Pop this morning. Oh, yeah. I'd had it on my list, but I've, you know, mm-hmm. it's actually, even though it's been so empty at the office here, the people that are here, we were super busy as well, just trying to get to everything else that you guys weren't doing at Gamescom. And I remember I kept throwing you things, and I'm like, please <laughs> be able to take this ride. So, uh, yeah, I finally sat down. like, all right, I'm gonna give Gears Pop a try. Uh, it's fun. I mean, it's, you know, it's a mobile game, and I, and I say that not in a derogatory way, but, you know, it's not Gears 5 running on your phone. It is a, you know, it is a, a, a you know, lane capture i don't know what the style of game is considered because i don't play enough mobile games sort of pvz like uh i don't know maybe but okay. you're, you're you've, you've got two lanes uh, you're just yeah, trying to get to the it. other uh you're trying to get to the other excuse me player it's a strategy. That you're match made up it's, it's a strategy game i'm looking yeah. at it right now so you know and you're using as your as your uh you like points me. generate you're you're choosing characters that you know some like coal costs more points to to bring in and you know so anyway it's one of those you beat through their resources and yeah. units and then you hit yeah them. and i had a good time with it. I, I played four matches the first one i had just i literally had no idea i just jumped in no tutorial no no anything and uh, i mean it gives you the barest of tutorials but won the first match and then ended up i won all four matches i played against four human beings um which i don't know if yeah if i just if I just uh, am that good at gears in just, all forms, no, I'm not. Brian's Spoiler. kind of a bad, <laughs> bad guy. No, not you really. Um, just luck of the draw, I guess. I mean, presumably I was matched up against lower level players because I was also a lower level player. Or lower you're just that player. good. Or you're not just that good. not giving yourself enough credit here, McCaffrey. Anyway, Borno, come get some. Yeah. <laughs> but I do like the pipsqueak Marcus Phoenix voice. Yeah. That's cool. You know, the cartoony aesthetic is nice. And yeah, there are unlocks and upgrades. And yeah, I could see myself, you know, I'd say a match takes a minute, maybe 90 seconds. So yeah, you can just jump, you just pop in and play at, at you know, quick little bursts, which mm-hmm. is what pretty much every mobile phone game is designed to do. So yeah, you know, hey, give it a try. It's, uh, it's, it seems fun. Talk, uh, talking about gears, continuing for just a second, I'd be really curious to hear if our viewers feel the same way, but I am less excited about the story and more excited about the multiplayer and horde mode for well, I'm, I'm the person. polar opposite of you on your that. story. I mean, and that's no disrespect yeah. to horde. And I mean, I mm-hmm. horde is, we, we talked about it last week while you guys were gone. I, horde is gears, gears of wars, horde mode. It was horde and really halos firefight. Yeah. That yeah. kind of started that whole like four-player PVE multiplayer base. mode fad that's still going on. Yeah. Uh, and I think Gears does it, continues to do it better than anyone. But no, I'm I'm so amped for the campaign because I, as I said, I mean, I reviewed Gears 4 for us and I, mm. I made the analogy at the time to uh, to Episode 7, Star Wars Episode 7, which had, had, yeah, I remember had that. come out yeah. the, the Christmas sort of the, before. The passing of the torch. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and uh, I... I 
think that was a, an apt comparison. And, and, I'm, and I thought they did such a, the coalition did such a great job with that passing of the torch. And I'm really eager to see where, where the story goes with five. So yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for the campaign. I just want to play as a Terminator. <laughs> I want to see what the Terminators play like. Do, do the, the two Spartans, do they each have different abilities? Or are they, uh, are they like play, the same I only, character? I only played as one. I think they're the same character with different cosmetics. But don't quote me on that. I'd have to do a little bit more reading. Yeah. I will say, though, Horde. So you know, they did show more Horde yeah. last week uh, while you guys were there. It doesn't seem like they've changed much. I don't and think they and, need and to. That's the thing. I'm is not saying thing? it's a bad yeah. thing. But the, the big thing is sort of some, like you can play as Jack now yeah, as one yeah. of the options, but it does seem to be an if it ain't broke, don't fix a thing, which, I mean, when Rod was in here, gosh, a couple months ago now, he talked about that. He was speaking about the campaign at the time, but about how, you know, if they change too much, people get mad. If they don't change enough, it's, you know, you guys are just retreading yeah. what Epic did. So, yeah, I mean, uh, Horde is, is real good. Doesn't seem like they're changing yeah. much, but maybe yeah. that's not a bad thing. You have Horde, you got that new escape mode, you have the yeah. campaign, you have traditional multiplayer and the multiplayer. There's modes. plenty so, on off yeah, the big package. Yeah. 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 I'm, I gotta say, I'm not Gears Five. Super fired up about escape. I mean, I've only played the one round at because uh, I missed the I I think I was out of town for that's yeah, that's when I had was on a trip. Mm-hmm. I missed the the alpha weekend, but yeah, escape's fine. But yeah. I'm definitely more excited for Horde and Versus mm-hmm. as far as the multiplayer stuff goes. But we'll see. I'm stoked. I want to play more. Yeah. yeah. Get it all. Uh, well, have, next week. Have oh. it soon. Yeah. <laughs> very, very soon. A uh, couple other notes from Gamescom that are relevant on the Xbox side. CD Projekt Red, uh, speaking to Eurogamer, says that as a small team performing R&D into a potential multiplayer for cyberpunk 2077 Mm -hmm. but its focus remains quote on the single player experience and that's what you'll get in 2020 so i would not immediately take that as saying oh they're gonna definitely add a multiplayer mode a year later yeah they're looking at it but um as far as i know cd projects never done multiplayer in any of their games before so you know a lot of a lot of learning to do there Mm -hmm. they're obviously a world-class talented studio but I, I don't know if anybody's looking for multiplayer in that game. Not that it would be bad. I'm not saying that, but they, they're certainly going to sell plenty of copies. Yeah. Of yeah. Just the single player game. I think that's what, I mean, every, nobody saw cyberpunk and was like, can't wait to play that on multiplayer. Right. You know? um, yeah. But I also, I, I think it's one of those things that everyone would appreciate if it was in there. Yeah. Though I have no idea how they would make that. Right. Work. It seems it's, like a very complex game to balance for multiplayer. The implementation would be interesting uh, for sure. I mean, Hey, Rockstar figured out how to make a pretty fun Max Payne multiplayer game with Max Payne 3. Yeah. So, I mean, just you know, it GTA can be done. Online, but in Cyberpunk. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it could very well. I mean, that it took, I mean, <laughs> how much money has, not that I know the answer, it's a, mm-hmm. but Rockstar has put a lot of time and energy into that. I mean, yeah. it would not be a small thing for, I, for a CD Projekt to do. But yeah, you're yeah. right. That, that would seem like a natural way to go. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see if they, you know, continue. It might end up being a thing where they just maybe prototype a couple things and find out this, it doesn't work, right? Yeah. Decide not to not to yeah. pursue it. But if it's not good, don't they? They're not going to put it out yeah. there. But like then again, oh yeah, yeah, totally. They're not yeah. the. I, I we've all played games that had great single players mm-hmm. and then a really tacked on multiplayer suite. Yeah, I don't think CD Projekt Red is that kind of studio. No, I agree. And then the other thing I wanted to mention it's it's not Xbox per se, but I just think it's really cool. Ori in the Blind Forest. Uh, becomes the next former Xbox exclusive to go to the Switch. 
Mm-hmm. Cuphead went to Switch, and now uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. So I, I say that really in service to Xbox fans who might also have a Switch and want to play that out and about on the go because, remember, it's a really darn good game. Yeah, I actually jumped on the Ori train last year uh, for the first time and was so just blown away. Did you end up finishing it? I, I did. Remember you did. Okay, so you got past the water tower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're Oh, look at this guy. Oh. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, yeah, no, I, I thought it was really fun and the way that they uh, made combat a necessity for traversal I thought was really, really engaging and kind of ingenious. Um, and as somebody who adopted it later... It holds up so well, so I'm 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 really excited actually to see people, uh, you know, be able to jump in and experience that series, especially before um, Will of the Wisps comes out. Uh, but I think platformers are just perfect on the Switch. Like yes. that is such an awesome platform to play a platformer on. Um, so yeah, if you haven't played Ori uh, and you have a Switch, check it out. I I would probably still recommend it on Xbox. Oh, over for the sure. Switch. Yeah. Um, just. The, you know, for obvious reasons, but well, the, you know, the, the art style is so gorgeous. You want to, you want to, you really it want that full, like high definition. Yeah, yeah. I but if it. you if you have to play it on a train or a bus or a right. I'm talking about a double dip here yeah. for people that already have it on on uh, on Xbox. For, yeah. I wanted something to play during my travel, so I actually also picked up another game that sort of did that. Uh, Super hot. Yes. Yeah, just to play on the Switch. They use gyroscopic controls, which I immediately turned off. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Strong it's, call. It's there's an option if you want to not have fun. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's really good. Yeah, so super hot. It's just, I love that game and how they utilize time. I wish I wish uh, more people would be a little bit more experimental like that. I hope there's a super hot too. In Me itself, too. Right? Me too, absolutely. Be, that would be really be nice. Good. Yeah. I, you would think they're too busy releasing it on everything. Hey, more it's power to them. Skyrim, yeah. yeah. If you can play that game in VR, play that game in VR. Yeah, that's that a is really the good coolest thing. way to do it. Yeah. 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 It's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Also, cause it, the, uh, the other stuff I wanted to talk about this week is, is game releases. Control is yeah. out. Um, you guys probably haven't had a chance while you're away. <laughs> no, but it looks pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm, I'm the only one. I'll just talk for a minute about it. Uh, I didn't review it. Jonathan Dornbush reviewed it. 8.8 out of 10, a great point eight from <laughs> Jonathan Dornbush, uh, which is an excellent score. It's, and really across the board, I've been looking around the, the, the media field. It's pretty universal acclaim. Yeah. Not a lot of people saying any bad things about it. I'm so relieved. I really am. It's excellent. Uh, I'm about four or five hours in, um, which feels like I've got plenty more to go. It doesn't even, I don't even feel like I'm approaching the halfway mark yet. Um, but the thing I, the thing I think I like the most about it is the combat. Yeah. It just feels really good. And it, and I guess I would quantify that by saying, um, it's a big, st- I think it's a big step forward combat wise from their last game, quantum break. Not that the combat there was bad, but remember this is the studio. And before that they did Alan wake, which was, mm-hmm. which is a much slower, more methodical, uh, game with trade flashlight, in, trade in your flashlight for psychic powers. Right. Uh, it's an upgrade. And, but before that, these are the people that made max Payne. Mm-hmm. Now, I know I just talked about rock stars, max Payne, but of course that was three, the first two max Payne's were were the games that put remedy on the map and you know still some of the best combat best third person combat and uh control gets back to that not with bullet time but you know Jesse has uh telekinetic powers so which which you start to get fairly early on and just 
and they they encourage you. It's not a it's not a, a cover shooter. It's not just like a get behind a pillar and pop out gear style. Yeah. It's not that at all. It is a you need to go go go, and because of that, they really play to that strength. And it's you know you you get the telekinesis and you can uh, grab. There's you know anything in the environment. So I watched our video review and um, he did. Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan was saying, like, you do need cover to survive. But like you said, it's not one of those hide and then shoot. Because mm-hmm. he, like, jumped behind a table or something like that. And someone just blew the table clear <laughs> yep. to hell. And he was like, <laughs> okay, I got to go now. But as he said, you do need cover to survive. He used his telekinetic powers to just rip up the floor. Yeah, that's the shield ability. Yeah, so he has a shield of concrete in front of it. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was so rad. And there's a lot of little challenges within it. Like, I actually just... The other night when I was last playing, I was going in the menu, uh, to, I was doing some upgrades cause you can, you know, you unlock new skills and, and your service weapon, which is, it's one crazy gun, but it, yeah, it trans, it, it can unlock and transform into basically a, uh, you know, pistol shotgun, Laser sniper gun. rifle kind of thing. Yeah. But I, I just found for the first time a little sort of challenge menu of, you know, kill 50 guys <laughs> X, it, with by x way like mm-hmm. in using whatever a certain gun or or a certain uh you know hitting hitting them with with concrete shrapnel that you've ripped off the wall and then you get little unlocks for that so now i've i've turned those on and i'm going after those too and the story it's a sam lake story so yeah. it's super weird in a very engaging way and the building the the environments are creepy but but they're, I would call them very unique compared to most games now. It's mm-hmm. uh, the brutalist architecture. Yeah. So yeah, I'm only I'm predisposed to liking Remedies games because I've played, finished, and loved all of their games. Well, they all share very similar DNA. They do. I, I, it's hard to imagine a developer that's gone through three, diff- four now different IPs, and they all share very similar sort of either aesthetics or yes. themes. But it's all like dark, uh, brutalist in some cases, but supernatural elements yeah. as well um control just looks like a natural extension of what they do really really well yeah you know we were talking just as sort of a, an aside um you know there there have been not to get too far in the weeds here but there have been just rumors and i haven't heard anything concrete but uh concrete eh, thank you um you know there have been some rumors that sony might might be looking to buy remedy um would not be a bad purchase but the the reason i bring that up is I was thinking about this this week because even with Control's good reviews, like the reality is 505, no disrespect, they are a lower tier publisher than a than a Sony, a Microsoft, a Nintendo, an EA, an Activision, a Ubisoft. And uh, I don't know how it came to be that that Remedy with their track record coming off of Quantum Break, two games with Microsoft. Alan Wake and Quantum Break. Yeah. Well, um, they, you know, they, the first they went party. from American Nightmare straight into Quantum Break, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I guess so two and a half because American Nightmare <laughs> was like a standalone yeah. expansion type thing for Alan Wake. But um, anyway, the point I'm driving at is despite the the pretty widespread critical acclaim, you know, there there are no control TV ads. There are no, you know, it's clear that, you know, 505 doesn't have the the marketing budget to throw it at this game. I feel like control is a triple a caliber game being published by like a 
double A publisher. And again, I don't say that insultingly. Like no. it's just their there is there is a their mid, place in the market. There's a mid level publisher tier, right? Yeah. Five hundred five, Devolver, Focus. Like you've got a bunch of these publishers right. who handle the stuff that you know the big first parties or the big publishing giants like EA, Activision, Ubisoft, Square. Like they they just they don't either want in their right. catalog or they can't handle. Right. Um, and actually, I mean, I really, I kind of say that as a compliment yeah. to 505 that they're well, publishing a triple A caliber game with, as a double A tier publisher. Yeah. I mean, without, without those, that middle sort of publishing tier, like we would lose out on a lot of cool, yeah. cool games and cool experiences that can't get that full funding because maybe they're more niche. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, and it's, it kind of, it frustrates me a little to see, you know, not a ton of buzz for control. I mean, I'm hoping the reviews and the good, the word of mouth will help, help uh, propel it. But like, I, f I feel like if, if Sony did own, I know we're on unlocked, but just as to go with the rumor example, like if Sony had bought remedy and this was a first party PlayStation exclusive, everyone would be talking about control this week. Sure. I, I really feel like it would just be complete night and day, which is again, just a commentary on like, man, mark, like marketing budgets and yeah, th that sort of power, like it matters. It really like, I think control is just a really good example of how marketing, even in subtle ways. Cause I mean, we, we did, you know, we believed in control and we, we were able to talk to them and we did the <clears throat> month long IGN first of coverage. So, you know, we, we did our part to try and shout from the rooftops, this game looks really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, if Sony were putting this, like, because it, it really does fit the mold of a Sony sure. game, doesn't it? Like, Very cinematic, third-person third person cinematic. Yeah, yeah exactly, single-player um, game. And there's there's some inherent marketing just in brand name as well, right? That's like, true. There's a little bit That's of true. there's a little bit of the the drinking the Kool Aid, or there's a little bit of the uh, expectation based on a first-party brand name. Um, you know, if Electronic Arts had published it, people would have their predisposed ideas about what that's it would be true. Like. Oh, it's filled with microtransactions. If and, Sony yes. did it, then it would, you know, be either the greatest thing or the worst thing, depending on who you talk to Microsoft would be like, Oh, done another lackluster first party <laughs> exclusive or something, you know? So th there is definitely marketing baked into the brand, but yeah. you're right. Like the, the number of trailers you can get out there and the number of marketing or um, number of ads you can put out it all, you know, it all based, it's all based off your marketing budget. And I think marketing budgets Oh, they, they're, they're, I, the, they're the same or higher yeah, than the game. I read a statistic, but itself. it was either like 100 or 120% of the actual development costs yeah. in large AAA games. I don't know. Right. Know, I don't know what like a, a, a double A publisher like sure. you, you, you said. I don't know what that equates to, but um, it's as big as the actual development of the game. I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is I wish Microsoft uh, – had just stayed partnered with Remedy for at least one more game. A lot of shit man, this this could have been uh, the nice shot in the arm that mm. that uh, the first party Xbox portfolio could have used. Yeah. I mean, I'm believe me, I'm happy that Switch or Switch that PS4 gets it, and and hopefully it's going to do well for Remedy. But yeah, if only uh, if only Microsoft had <laughs> had kept this one. It sucks too because Quantum Break had such a great cast. And now they're all yeah. moved on. I mean, Lance Reddick is in Destiny, right? And, Man of Medan. And Sean Ashmore's in Man of Medan. So mm -hmm. the, it felt like the uh, the supergroup dream team, and then they all go do their own separate things. There you go. You know, the yeah. club can't retain all this all-star <laughs> players. Anyway, go play Control is what uh, is the 20-minute, the 20-second the, the the version of the 20-minute thing I just TL did. TLDR. Yeah. Go play Control. 8.8. Can you do a TLDR on a podcast? 
Too long, didn't he listen. Did TLDL. TLDL. Uh, all right. And then also out this week, Ancestors, The Humankind Legacy, which hmm. is the Patrice Desilet game that kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, it was announced, I believe, at the Game Awards yeah, last December. It was announced in December. And it, well, it's, I guess it's out on PC right yeah. now um, and then on its way elsewhere uh, fairly soon. But Our review's up. Seven. It's good. Dan Stapleton. When oh. I previewed it, I felt the exact same way. I went to Montreal to preview it. I went to the, uh, just realized I kind of have my back to the camera. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, this is a, this is sort of an awkward setup. I'm still trying to get used to it. Like how to talk to you guys. It's not built for three people. No, it's really built for four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of like on the corner here. It's <laughs> yeah. You've got the hard, very seat. weird. It's very brutalist. You That's say. true. That's uh, true. <laughs> yeah. I went up and previewed it and I thought it had an, a ton of really cool ideas and, the mechanics are really kind of oddball and out there, but they're unique enough that they're interesting to, you know, to, to learn and get a hold of. And like just playing that game makes you feel like you're learning things, which is kind of the point, the point of yes. the game um, is to learn, grow, evolve, rinse, repeat, live, die, repeat. Um, I'm really glad to see it did well. I, I was kind of expecting a seven based off what I played. Yeah. But um, it's definitely interesting. If you're looking for a weird one, I, I haven't played the, the, Retail release, version, yeah. yeah, just the preview build. But even from what I played, like if you're looking for something to kind of, kind of sink your teeth into and learn as you go without any hand-holding whatsoever, uh, check it out. I mean, we talk about that a lot, right? Like it's a new idea, it's new it's new mechanics. It's uh, And I know I personally have complained a lot over the years about games being too hand-holding. Yeah. So this is a game that does none of no hand-holding <laughs> whatsoever, so... Except for the hands that hold the trees, or <laughs> there's something there. I'm yeah. too tired to think of it. Um, yeah, and and thank, thank God that somebody's still taking chances, right? Yes. Like if any, if if there are a few names in the industry, well, there, there are a dozen, maybe two dozen names in the industry who could say like, hey, I have this weird ball thing. It's going to be on a shoestring budget, but I think it could yeah. be really interesting. Because th- this Patrice is, is one of those guys, and this is being published uh, at by two K. Well, Take Two's Indie right, yeah. Arm, their new Indie Arm private, private division, division, which is also publishing The Outer Worlds from Obsidian, mm-hmm. as well in as October. Disintegration from V1 Interactive. Yes, did uh, either of you get to see it? Uh, so did, I saw did the game I watched play? the game. Yeah, I, the game I covered yeah. the conference, yeah. so I saw it there. But, we talked a little bit about it last week, um, but, yeah. but Lucy played it, and she said it is batshit like it's so cool <laughs> she's like it's 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 less like a first person shooter and more like a strategy game the way she described it made me think of like brothers in arms i was thinking the game that just popped into my head was full spectrum warrior yeah mm. yeah, yeah yeah where you are basically at the you know ten thousand foot view yeah. and you've got your mans and you send your mans out to do <laughs> your things um it, it, it's it's less like to, <laughs> I might be misrepresenting it, but it sounds less directly hands-on and more like you are the floating, omniscient robot overlord of yeah. your your soldiers. But it seems really, really cool from what she said. She, she, she was really blown away by it. The other one, quick tangent, yeah. Empire of Sin from John Romero. Oh, yeah. Lucy said she also wants Also a it, strategy game, isn't it? Yeah, it's basically XCOM uh, mixed with Boardwalk Empire. Is that coming to Xbox? think it is multi-platform yeah good okay. and switch i want to say as hmm. well but uh i was <laughs> she did me a favor because it was at this really awkward time in the schedule and i didn't have anyone to take it so i said loose do you mind just going and checking this out and she goes yeah absolutely no problem and she came back and was like i need that game in my <laughs> right now well that's was, the best kind of i was uh, blown away yeah that's, it couldn't work out any yeah. better that way uh and then finally also out 
is right now is a game. Sadly, I haven't played. I did the voiceover for it, so I know I know what the review oh, says. Yeah. As a freelancer, out of state freelancer, did the, did the actual review. Astral Chain. Oh yeah. Which um, have either of you by chance played it? It's not. It's not much. No, Mitchell did though. Oh, much, yeah. So yeah. it's totally. But anyway, uh, not again. Almost universal acclaim on that one, which is crazy. And it is uh, platinum. Yeah, it's platinum. So it's got that sort of a uh, combo build up, very action style, heavy. super combat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fun combat. Well, it's basically like you have this this guy that or this entity that's tethered to you, right? Yes. And you guys work together to yes. do crazy combos. How is he tethered to you? Would you say through an an astral, astral chain? <laughs> I, I solved the riddle of the game. You solved the chain puzzles. Um, seems cool. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's it's wrong for me to say, but like I just instantly think if a game has those that sort of aesthetic, then it's probably not for me. You know, which is I overlook a ton of great games. I'm sure, uh, but yeah, I was turned off by sort of the the cartoonish sort of anime aesthetic of it. Um, Are you a game racist? No. <laughs> is that racist? Just overlooking cartoon games is, now? Is anime a race now? <laughs> uh, no, no. I just, you know, I, I, I was never really into Azura's Wrath or any yeah. of the DBZ games or any of that stuff. Um, I tried the, the Attack on Titan game, but it didn't really stick. But uh, after watching and listening to your VO on the review, yes. uh, I might actually pick that one up. Yeah. It, seems, it seems really cool. And it's platinum, so they know action. The cel-shaded game, you just made me think for... for Apropos, of well, there's nothing. a difference between cell shaded and like that, right? That sort of anime aesthetic, right? True Fantasy Live Online, the one that broke my heart back on the original Xbox. It was uh, going to be an MMO, the the like the first MMO RPG, and it wasn't True Fantasy. True Fantasy Live Online by um, Level Five, okay, which was a, you know very well respected Japanese RPG studio. Yeah, uh, it was ex- an original Xbox exclusive, right? Gorgeous visuals, yeah. So, you know, cell shaded, kind of that uh, that, that beautiful, colorful look, and the the progression instead of just traditional like level grinding was going to be um, kind of like Oblivion, I guess, where you got better by the doing things. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Uh, and ended up getting canceled. Always, always, always left a hole in my gaming heart for did that you, one. Did you ever play? Um, uh, what were those two awesome JRPGs that came to the Xbox? Blue Dragon and Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey. I played a little of each. I liked Blue Dragon better personally. Yeah. I, I liked the uh, felt very Final Fantasy almost in the way the cinematics were cut together. But Etrian Odyssey's visuals were fantastic. Like the opening cinematic yeah, for the time was jaw dropping. Yeah. Um, and but Blue Dragon, I thought probably did have better gameplay. Lost Odyssey. What so did I say? you said Etrian Odyssey. Oh, <laughs> which is a different game. Lost Odyssey. Lots of Odysseys um, out there. Yeah, Tales of Vesperia was good. Yeah. The 360 tried in the JRPG department. I know we're like off, completely off kilter. They now. did. They tried. <laughs> Nobody, it didn't catch on. It was cool. And it was a very, um, very. Eternal Sonata where you were playing yes. in uh, Chopin's like dying dream or Hold something. On. Destiny. There we go. We got him back. This <laughs> <laughs> is just like his, his chair. 360 era JRPGs. Yeah, I'm out. His whatever. chair starts it's, to roll it's away. It's our Xbox I show. Whatever. Vesperia. Sure. <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Now let's uh, let's move on. So yeah, the the point of this segment, at least the last half of it here, is that the the fall game season is Started. unofficially underway now. Like oh, the, yeah. this is it. You know, with 
It's generally like second week, end of September, where it really kicks off in earnest. Well, it used to be- But now Ma- it's stretched. Yeah. I mean, Madden was kind of the unofficial kickoff, but then Madden moved um, up a month to July. Like, okay, no, it's still summer and nothing Which is, else is coming out. It's crazy to me because the football season doesn't start until early September. Oh, a, f- <laughs> a real football fan would disagree with you, man. Oh, Mini camps. Yeah. Pre- come on. <laughs> you got to get in the game, son. Did you just gatekeep football to me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've watched all the Niners preseason games, and I am Jimmy G. What? Yeah, he did not look good. He has not looked great he so far. Hey, he's uh, coming off a major injury. The, Give second, the, guy the a second game was better. The, the, the third overall. My Arizona Cardinals game. are probably going to be no better off. They're tr- whole new system. Kyle Murray. I, Murray, yeah, so we'll see, but... Um, Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi guys. Hey, Destiny. Yeah, end of it's like smelling salt. For <laughs> end of August is uh, it has begun, and again, Gears Five uh, releases in earnest next next Friday. So, yeah. uh, and then and then the floodgates open after that. So I don't know. I don't know if we're supp- we got yelled at for to say stick to your scheduled podcast times. Well, I don't know if there's anyone else in here. Uh, right after us, so I should probably just move along just in case. We had it till one? Um, yes, that is our official time, and we're a little past that, but I'll just skip right to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Destin. The thing I've been waiting for. <laughs> Thank you, Destin. <laughs> the, Ed Boone and the, and the yeah. NetherRealm team announcing quite the the menagerie the the rogues gallery yeah, so it so, really uh, here's the thing dlc fighters shang sung and nightwolf they're already out uh we kind of knew about sindel already yep. mm-hmm. and spawn spawn was confirmed but then they also show the joker uh, and yeah. arnold schwarzenegger's terminator yeah. yeah the t800 and i was like losing my mind <laughs> on the show floor as this announcement was happening. I was like, what? And like, we're about to shoot like a stand up at a booth. The and I'm second like, Terminator I'm going to get to play it. It's Terminator. It's in World Comic. But like, he's perfect. These are it's perfect so good. characters yeah. for this game. And uh, they have Lobo in Injustice. So, yeah. so is, I could see well, let's, those mechanics. I was going to say, well. is, is Joker the first Injustice Mortal Kombat crossover he's, character? It's not. It's is a it? different, it's totally different model. Uh, I, I imagine but, okay. the move set is going to be different so as well. So it's not the same. It's a different sure. version of Joker, yeah. but yeah. same um, time a character has appeared in both yeah. of their franchises. Right. J- Joker to me looks the oddest out of, out he of looks, all of them. He looks Terminator. like freshman college Joker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Terminator's perfect. Spawn is perfect. Dude, Keith David. Oh and my Keith David God. is a voice actor, yeah. right? I was, I was just listening yeah. to a voice acting reel uh, AKA yesterday. AKA The Arbiter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Halo 2. Also, and, and he voiced also Spawn on HBO of, series. of huge renown, and <laughs> who is still, Saints Row. To this day, has the best one. fight scene on film of any. Uh, <laughs> they live with Roddy Roddy Piper. Go, oh, yeah. go check it out. Um, I'm, so, I'm so stoked he's in there. His voice just lends uh, gravitas to like anything he's in. Did, he's, you guys, did you guys watch the HBO series? Because he, he no, I did played not. Spawn in the HBO series, and he's awesome. It's, it's so cool that we have this voice actor. The series, like, also tied. I mean, the to, movie with John Leguizamo. No, there was an animated Spawn series oh. that you can probably just oh, watch maybe, on YouTube maybe. now. And Keith David voiced Spawn, so the I fact that he's that. back, yeah. is phenomenal. It's so great. Uh, whatever, give him all the all the work. Uh, no, but no, it's it's not Arnold's voice, right? Just his That's likeness. What I heard. Yes, so. Yeah. But it does look exactly like him. He actually probably looks better in this 2019 video game (laughs) than he did. You remember? Resurrection? Or was uh, it? He, he, CG Arnold was at the end of, of, um, of, was it? What's the Christian Bale one? 
Uh, Genesis? Genesis? No, the one no. before that. Dark, was it? I'm so blanking out. Dark Fate's coming. It was T. He was in T3. Not, it's, no, no. It's after Salvation? The, thank you. Yeah. Jeez, yes. Yeah. Salvation. Okay, first of all, there are too many is. Terminators. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last Terminator was real bad. Genesis was terrible. Yeah. And the then, one with uh, Amelia Clark. Yes. Okay. Uh, I didn't, I, I'm didn't cautiously optimistic about this new one. I know that like uh, James Cameron's back on it. He's producing, but not directing. But, correct. Producing. But uh, I'm concerned. I, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic. I'm going to go watch it. Yeah. I'm going to go watch it day one. And another movie coming out that sort of ties into this is the Joker movies out. Like within the release of these characters, yeah. So. Wouldn't it be weird if I'm they modeled his MK movies. character off Joaquin, uh, that Joaquin Phoenix? <laughs> I'd be down. That with might that. be a if little off-brand for yeah. the film, I guess. Yeah. If that was but. like a cosmetic option, that's the one I'd wear. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's uh, Mr. Phoenix. Are you okay with getting your face cut off? Just like just right here. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Uh, about your heart pulled out through your butt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, about the gore, they did say that uh, Todd McFarlane's like only thing. We interviewed him during Comic Con. Yeah. He said, "My only thing is you got to make him." the goriest character in the game, basically. <laughs> oh, that's so, such a Todd so McFarlane like, thing to say. Yeah, yeah, like he has to be the most bad, I don't want to say Over the top? Yeah, yeah, bad, A, over the top. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited. I haven't, I, I played it a little bit. I haven't played too much MK11, but I'll probably go back to it just for Spawn because yeah. to this day, he's my favorite crossover fighting game character ever from Soul Calibur yeah. 2. <laughs> yeah. He was so good and mm. so broken. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just want to see the Terminator's fatalities. Yeah. That's what I want to see. What Me does too. a Terminator do to another fighter uh, for, a, for a fatality? He terminates yeah. them. I know that, but I, how? I want to see like the cheeky Easter eggs where he like goes, oh my the, God, goes in the, the pit of molten steel. Or, Maybe that's his outro victory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, oh, or yeah, you know, his, his intro is he just appears naked in a ball <laughs> and then stands up. I need, I need your clothes, your, clothes. <laughs> <laughs> your, your boots, and your motorcycle. Uh, all right, God. so he's going to say I'll be. Back. You mentioned the the ones that are out, and then uh, mm -hmm. so Joker and Spawn next year. Yeah, uh, jo or Joker January twenty eighth, Spawn March seventeenth, uh, Terminator October eighth, Sindel uh, November twenty sixth. Is Sindel so, this year? Yes, and November Terminator. Those are both twenty twenty, right? No, uh, Terminator was October. Oh, you got it on the other side. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Turn the page. That's okay. awesome. Um, right. Finally, this week, there is a new dashboard update for the Xbox 360. Let's go. Yes, cool. The 360. Moving on. <laughs> uh, 2.0.17544 uh, <laughs> uh, is out. Uh oh. It's a year since, it's been a year since the last update. And I know this will shock everyone in the audience, but it addresses minor bug fixes and improvements on the Xbox 360. So, uh, just thought I would mention that for those of hey, you, they're still supporting it. It is. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good thing. It's, uh, it's, it's always thing. good to see. It's always good to see. Probably not for much longer. I can't imagine they'll support three no, generations. This is probably consoles. it. I mean, but, but seriously, because of just about everything I want to play is backwards compatible. I haven't even yeah. turned on my 360 in quite a long time. Yeah. I think the only reason I ever would to see was for, would be for save data. But at this yeah. point, yeah. Like our current gen backlogs, yeah. I mean, we've all we've all spoken about this sort of off off cam, but our current gen backlogs are such that if I never like went back to another console, I would still have more games to play than I have time to. Play oh yeah, on, right. Yeah, like Absolutely. backwards compatibility ruined me. It's like, oh, I can go back and relive all these memories, or that big mountain of silicon, you know, silicon <laughs> over there, cellophane. 
Uh, I okay. Yeah, like so, controls out. I don't know when I'm going to get time to do yeah, that. Right? Gears 5 right around the corner. Yep. Yeah. Got the, it's like, piling I, up again. Here we Iceborne's go. Iceborne's coming out. I played a, a load of Monster yeah. Hunter. I don't know if I'll get to it. Loot box real quick here. Yeah, yeah. Eric Wallace, uh, loyal hey, Eric. listener. Hey. I see him on Twitter a lot. Yeah. Writes in and asks, what games have you gone back to, speaking of backlogs, speaking of, yeah. and been surprised how well they hold up to modern games? I thought this was a really excellent question. I, sometimes you go back and you're like, oh, yeah, this was kind of a product of its time and we've really moved forward here. That happened to me just the other day, yeah. But good stuff, st- stuff yeah. that you've gone back to. Uh, I'll give you guys a minute to think about it by giving you a few from All my right. life. Which are three? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it is, I mean, it's 2015. If you, if, you know, it's, it's getting, starting to get up there. What's your story? I remember. <laughs> uh, the original Doom, I still think holds up and it's obviously just been re-released on xbox one so uh i mean i don't know what it would be like coming at the original doom for the first time ever in 2019 but as someone who's been playing it for 25 years Mm -hmm. which i know makes me sound really old because i am it's i think it's still great the the atmosphere of it the level design of it the monster design the weapon design still so good uh, the original Half-Life I was just replaying yeah. recently because uh, I was doing some coverage on the Black Mesa remake that uh, this fan developer, well, fans turned professional developers. Uh, this is the one that's Valve authorized. Okay, They're just remaking say, this the This is the one entire, that got the stamp of approval. Yes. Uh, so I, Half-Life 1 holds up tremendously. Halo 2, I remember thinking when I reviewed Master Chief Collection in 2014, which I know is five years ago now, but... I hadn't played at that point when I reviewed Master Chief Collection. I hadn't played Halo 2's campaign in many years, and I was really pleasantly surprised by how I was like, "Wow, no, this holds up really well." I love the dichotomy yeah. of the the story, the two sides. I had the I had the same experience when I reviewed it for a different outlet, but playing Halo 2 made me realize like how well those areas are put together and yes. how well those engagements are thought out. And then I'll give you one more because uh, I have gone back to this at various times over the years. Burnout 3 mm. is ageless as far as I'm concerned. Hard to be. So good. Uh, has not aged badly in any way, shape, or form whatsoever. This is such a well-timed question because yesterday World of Warcraft Craft Classic was released. Yes. Sitting on Twitter. Right. People are stoked about it. There, there are lines server- out the door to put literal, like virtual literal lines yeah. out the door. To, to kill certain mobs, oh, to get yes. parts that they need. Yes. Um, I was yeah. like, I, I saw uh, in game. Like, <laughs> are you talking to GameStops? <laughs> on on uh, Twitch right now, there's 504,000 viewers. It's beating out anything else. They cracked Twitch. a million yesterday yeah. or the day before. Yeah. So uh, World I, of Warcraft Classic is one that seems to be holding up well. Not a game I played, but James Duggan right now is at his desk no life in world of warcraft so i i spent i did six years in world of in the world of warcraft yeah uh and i two re- tours yeah <laughs> i went back i couldn't get enough how do you get back <laughs> to real life uh it i wow was the first time i ever remember as a kid because it came out in what oh four no that's I, right yeah good memory. yeah it came out in oh four and I graduated high school in 04. So I wasn't technically a kid, but I remember it was the first time I actually thought like, holy shit, this is the future, you know? <laughs> and I wanted so desperately to play this game, but I didn't, you know, I had like a waiter job. I didn't have a PC that could run it. So I would go to like e-cafes and yeah. just play it. And like, I could never spend enough time there to really, to really get up there. But eventually I got my own PC and I played it. And Vanilla World of Warcraft is still one of the most like, 
uh, potent memories for me of gaming because mm. uh, just the breadth of it, it was the first time I'd ever experienced something like that. The first time I'd ever played with 39 other players to work together and organize, raid, yeah. spend time outside the game to strategize in the game. It was it was like just such a shot of, of what the future of gaming became. And I um, think I think it's, they changed enough of the formula that people are just excited to go back and would, re-experience Yeah, I that think magic. it's that nostalgia, right? Yeah. And I mean, that game, that Vanilla WoW, I think had 11 million like, by the time Burning Crusade came out, which yeah. was the first expansion. Um, Subscri- active, active subscriber. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel, the number 12 million is what stands out in my mind, but I... Well, I it, kept, it kept growing with every expansion. Oh, and yeah. then uh, after Lich King, I think it started to peter out. And it, you know now it's a up and down kind of situation, but there are, call it 12 million, there are... That's that, 179 million, $180 million dollars a month in subscription. Yeah, because it was what? It was 15? 15? Yeah. If I remember correctly. Based on a fourteen ninety nine price structure. Yeah. Jesus. $180 million a month. No wonder That's they're insane. doing so well. But uh, if you have 12 million people, say the conversion rate is 10%, you know, you're still talking about 1.2 million people who will buy that game and play it for the nostalgia alone. Yep. Mm-hmm. It speaks for itself. No wonder they did it. Yeah, good stuff. Also, I played X Men Origins Wolverine recently. Oh yeah, it held and up it held up well. well. It's yeah, not no, it's no World of Warcraft classic, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I was Raven playing Software it, playing it for a feature. Raven Software did a phenomenal job. Camera's a little clunky, but I'm I jumped right back into it and you know learned yeah. the controls again really quickly. Is there anything else you guys can think of? I haven't I haven't really gone back to too much just because mm-hmm. I don't have a, a like I don't have a whole lot of time at home to game. But um, I went back. The one, the thing that I alluded to earlier was I went back and played Baldur's Gate Two Enhanced Edition. Oh yeah, and I have such fond memories of that series. And I went back for a feature that uh, I was working on with Jr. And whew, boy, is that hard, <laughs> hard to get back into. And I know Beam Dog is doing console updates of all those old like PC yes. RPG games, um, the Infinity Engine stuff. Yeah, but it was tough, man. It was tough. It did not hold up. Um, yeah, other than that, like I, I don't know. I think the last older game I played was The Witcher Three, and that yeah. was that was from like four years ago. So, uh, Starcraft, the original Starcraft, sure, was one that I was thinking of that led yes. to World of Warcraft. Uh, I mean, you got it's Blizzard just, on the brain right now, Dest. Well, I, I played on, I played up. a lot of Starcraft yeah. like back in the day. I was I didn't get into World of Warcraft. I played the Warcraft games, Warcraft, normal Warcraft, mm-hmm. um, Orcs versus humans. Yep. And uh, those were really good. And it, it reminded me that uh, Fallout was another game that holds yeah. up pretty well. The yeah. original Fallout, the top-down perspective game. Oh, yeah. I actually spent a whole lot of time. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm done. Uh, I actually spent a whole lot of time playing through Diablo 3 uh, over the last couple of weeks in, in season 17. Yeah. Um, and again, that isn't an old game, you know, yeah, by it's stretch. Been, uh, and it's still being supported with yeah. new content and stuff. Yeah. But, man, that uh, yeah, the- that... That uh, that that just that loop, that core loop of just putting a YouTube video on, watching a documentary on my left screen while I'm just like slaying demons on my right. The, screen. the 2012 launch version of that game maybe is, wouldn't wouldn't age very well, but as it has been updated and modernized over time, I mean, I just it, I went back to that. Uh, must be less than a year ago because I I did our our review of the Switch right re-release, which played tremendously. Yeah, felt so good. So. Oh, yeah. Plenty of good stuff. It was a great question, though. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Eric. Uh, if anybody else out there has a loot box question they want to present to the panel, can be anything about the world of gaming, email it in, unlocked at IGN.com. And then real quick here, let's do a little trivia, oh. shall we? I know this. 
All right. I don't know if we're overstaying our welcome in the studio, but uh, no one's coming to yell. No one's coming in to yell at us. So that's a good. That's a good. Nick from Michigan asks. Uh, this, now, this should be a layup, gentlemen. I will be very disappointed if if both of you don't get this right. Well, considering our earlier conversation, <laughs> I'm not sure. One of us might get it wrong. We'll see. All right. Uh, before EA brought Madden to Xbox Live, Microsoft had their own first-party sports initiative. They had a baseball game. They had a hockey game. They had a basketball game. Help me. And yes, they had an NFL football game. And uh, what was the name of that NFL football game that Microsoft made for, I think it was at least three years, if memory serves. I think it might have been three years. I think I only played one of them. Was it NFL Under the Lights, NFL Sundays, NFL Gridiron, or NFL Fever? I'm going to go to Destin first because I think he's a little less certain. Do you want a hint? Well, you know it, right? Got the name NFL in it. <laughs> Nailed I it. I think it's Fever or Gridiron. I'll go with Fever, D. Okay. It is Fever. D. It is Fever. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> I just to get you guys some points here. This is good. I almost oh. said Gridiron. <laughs> I almost pulled it. Yeah. No. There, it, there was a Gridiron. I, I feel yeah. like there was a Gridiron at some point mm. developed. Not, not by Microsoft, but I, just, I remember seeing the box for Fever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did play it because I usually play... All the football games, you yeah, know, to some degree. Did you play the new Madden? No, nine I, points. I, I've cooled I'm at nine? I've cooled nine points. Madden. Brandon, four. Miranda, five. Oh, man, I'm crushing it this year. Yeah. Well, I'd say all of you are kind of not doing very crushing well at all. We're, we're, by the way, at the end of August. How many shows have there been this year? Probably 30-something. I've, been, I've got, been a real busy got nine points. <laughs> I've also I, I, only been I'm on. Score a, I've only you, been yeah. on like twelve shows this year. By so. the end of the year, I feel good. The points are in like the the mid tens. <laughs> like <laughs> we're never in like the fifties for our points. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to try and stump the panel, hopefully we'll have uh, the full crew Miranda back next week. Send in your Xbox trivia question. Need the uh, the question, the answer, and four multiple choice answers to choose from. Send that to unlocked at IGN.com. It's the same email address. You can send loot box questions to or just email us whatever you want. Hopefully nice, happy, positive Xbox things and not viruses or just anything else. Yeah, spam. don't send us viruses, please. <laughs> Good call, Ryan. Well, I, did, I realized, I was like, I just said send us anything you want. It's like, maybe we don't want it's them to send anything. one of those things anything. you shouldn't have to say. Yeah, it's, don't anyway. kill people. Uh, we should get out of here. Yeah, let's go. So... You can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan. I mentioned this, I think, at the tail end of last week's show. I reviewed Rad, which is a, oh yeah, not not one of this week's releases, but last week. Uh, that's Double Fine, their yep. new sort of uh, like, roguelike action adventure. I very much enjoyed it. It reminded me of like a psychedelic bastion. Yes, that's probably a good comparison. Nice. So got that up, and then just stay tuned to IGN for, uh, I mean, it looks like Gears 5 is out for the ultimate and game pass next Friday. So I don't know even when the review embargo is, but it should be before that. So look for our gears <laughs> five, at least part of it. I don't know if we'll have the full, but I'm sure we'll have at least the campaign review and probably a like score in progress for multiplayer. Cause we've got to play out in the, the real world servers yeah. uh, before we can lock down our, our final score, but look for that. Destin. Yeah. 
Want to promote anything? Uh, just follow me on Twitter at Destin Legary. I'll be streaming tonight. Twitch.tv slash the Destin channel. Sounds I do good. every Tuesday and Thursday. Well, I try to every Tuesday and Thursday. Things have been pretty crazy lately. Understandable. Yeah. Brandon, take us home. Same. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Brandon Tyrell. And uh, Destin will be streaming tonight at <laughs> Twitch.tv slash the Destin channel. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will be back next week. Until then, have an excellent gaming week, my friends.